Happy Sunday, tribe. Today is the 8th of August. Constellation of Void enters the Earth Rat Stable Day. And today is the first day of the month of the Fire Monkey. And uh, also, it's the 15th day of my 30-day morning telegram messages. I hope you guys have been enjoying my morning input while having coffee every morning. And um, I hope the uh, sharing every morning here has made at least a little bit of impact and um, help you guys along the way. And if it did, please share some of your experiences uh, right here in the comments section of uh, this post so that your story can also inspire other people. Now, today's hexagram is called The Beginning. And um, The Beginning, it's made up of water trigram on the top and the thunder trigram at the bottom. So we call this Soi Loi Tun. Now, the, the hexagram indicates the Yang line is trying to break free from the water or the ice. So it's like a sprout that is trying to make way to begin life. And water generally governs, in, in the imagery, um, challenges, difficulties, negativity. So I think, by tradition, it's customary for me for every Sunday to tell a Sunday story. So um, if you guys enjoy a story, then I think I will use the old-fashioned way of um, trying to give you some insights into what this hexagram means and how you can actually apply uh, the wisdom of the Yijing hexagram in your daily lives. Now, where should I begin? Once upon a time in ancient China, there lived a metaphysics sage who is very good at the three oracles. Now, the three oracles in ancient um, Chinese philosophy governs the um, heavenly uh, numerology, which is Tai Yut San Song, and then uh, earth powers, which represents Qimen Dunjia. And the third one is called Liu Ren Lok Yam San Fong, okay, which is, represents uh, men, heaven, earth, men, the three oracles. And of course, knowing this means those days, there's no segregation between different techniques. You are, it's, um, it's a requirement for anyone to be, to be at the sage level, obviously, to know about Ba Zi, Feng Shui, um, you know, all sorts of metaphysics studies, including date, date and time selection, which is what you guys are hearing every single day, every single morning right here. So this Sifu has got um, three indoor or what we call uh, closed-door disciples. Okay, we call this Yapsat Taiti, okay, so which means they are disciples. They are not uh, just students who attend a lecture, but they are, they, they follow the teacher everywhere, right? They live with the teacher, they study with the teacher. So for those of you who, are, who understand older Chinese culture, these are called Yapsat Taiti, okay, which means they are uh, closed-door disciples. All right, so uh, by tradition, you know, because this, they are ancient sages, they live in the mountains, right? Hawaii are mountains, very far from the, the city. But once every couple of months, the Sifu will come down from the mountains. Uh, bear in mind, it takes a long time to come down from the mountains. If you've been to one of my excursions, you know, right on top of the hill. Even by car, it takes about two to three hours. So imagine those days, then they have to come down, you know, just to buy some groceries. So, um, so he took his three uh, disciples down uh, one day for a field trip uh, to buy stuff in, in, in the city. And all along the way, um, the Sifu stopped and he was overlooking a field and the field was overgrown with weeds. Overgrown with weeds. 
all over the place, large field. So the Sifu turned to his students, his top three students, who obviously were following him at that time, and said, you know, my uh, students, you see, the mind, the most powerful heavenly force is the mind. And the mind, you know, have negative thoughts and negative thoughts are like weeds, just like this field that you see right here. Tell me, my students, what would, the be, what would be the best way you think you can remove these weeds right here in this field? So the first student obviously was very quick to answer. And he quickly said, oh, very simple, Sifu, just pull the weeds. Pull with the hand. Isn't that what, uh, the easiest thing to do? Why you ask this question? Of course, the second student say, of course, the, you know, this, our teacher is very wise. You must not answer like this. The correct way to remove these weeds is to actually use a tool. If you, know, if you do use your own hands, you get tired, you know. So the best way is to get a tool, you know. You get uh, some shovel uh, uh, and all these uh, tools. You can dig into the ground and uproot all these, these weeds from, from, from the roots. Save time and use with less effort. So the third student said to the, the other two, you know, the two of you are not very smart, yeah? Not effective at all. You, even if you use this, all these tools to go and dig the, this field, it will take you forever and you get tired. But best way, I tell you, is to use fire. Just burn everything down, right? You burn everything down and um, the land will be prepared and you can start all over again. Let the fire do all the work for you. So easy, right? You just have to barricade the, the area and burn it. So um, the, uh, the seafood then obviously, you know, give a, a, a nod and say, well, okay, the three of you, very smart, very smart, okay. Because uh, the seafood don't want to hurt their ego. So your answers, um, but tell me, how does your answer correspond to what we do? We practice metaphysics. How do we correspond to the nature of yin and yang? and the nature of um, chiman and alignment of energies and the universe. Hmm. Then the, the, the first uh, student think about it and say, ah, very simple. You see, I pull the weeds out with my hand. It's like I confront these negative, negative forces in my mind directly. Just grab it and pull it out. And then, you know, and it's, I, I have a satisfaction of clearing every single one. Well, that is like me using a specific uh, tool. Maybe I use a, a, a Chiman direction, right? Or a, a Chiman uh, uh, timing. Just attack that, that negative energy directly and remove it. That's, isn't that how it works? So the second student uh, thought for a while and then said, okay, uh, basically, I think the first student's uh, method is too shallow. See, the thing is this, right? Uh, you cannot eliminate the negative energy one by one and keep having to select one date at a time or use one chiman thing at a time. If I were, were, were to use this, I would use the, you know, uh, a more specific formation, right? I would even use the, the chiman uh, talismans. I would use special uh, energy structures, right? Get a, a nice feng shui formation because all this will lend me the energy enough to handle all these negative thoughts at once. So I think this is much closer to what we do. So the Sifu nodded. And then the third student um, thought even deeper and said, you know, my method is different. You see, I would use all my, uh, our Chiman timing and uh, the Chiman uh, forces to connect directly with the God of Chiman. What are you talking about? Right? All I have to do is invite the divine force, the sacred powers of the divine then I can completely annihilate all these negative energies. 
and all the negative thoughts in my mind. All I have to do is invite the Chiman gods. And, and um, isn't this the most closest to the power of, of uh, metaphysics there is? Again, the Sifu looked at uh, three of them and nodded. I see your three of you, your answers are pretty good, pretty good. Okay, never mind. Think about it. Uh, we'll walk back to our, our, our uh, uh, training ground now. So the students like, huh? You ask a question, they'll give answer. You see, all these uh, teachers are like that. Nah? They don't give answer directly. So the few months passed and uh, the students, uh, the teachers said, all right, it's time to go back down to the city for, to buy stuff. The, uh, the three of you come along. So this time the three students came along and along the way they passed by the same field. And this time, when they look at the field, something is different. They saw that this field now looks very different. It, it seems that the farmers at the fields have turned it into a paddy field full of rice paddies. Now the seafood look at the three students. You see, this is the reason why I didn't give you guys an answer. I want you now to look. You look at this and you tell me what is your insights. Now the three of them looked, at, looked very puzzled. Said, um, okay, I can see it looks different, but what is wrong with our answers? You know, students are rebellious, right? So then the Sifu, uh, the sage, obviously, answered the three students. You see, the three methods that you talked about, even though they are metaphysics, very powerful tools that you have learned. But you forgot one thing. All these are temporary measures. The weeds will grow back after you clear the field, no matter which method you use. However, the way to make sure that your field will become like this is not to eradicate all the weeds. All you need to do is plant and substitute this area with more positive seeds. And that's how you grow a paddy field. You cannot eliminate all the negativity in the world, including whatever is in your own energy. But you can, however, plant more positive energy. And that is a sustainable way. End of story. Now, what the, the Sifu really thought, right? Because this is um, something to do with metaphysics. All metaphysics tools are handy, okay? Whether you study Chiman, whether you study uh, Feng Shui, or date selection, or Pazi, or Gijing, any of these forms, they are great. The thing with this is, if you want lasting change, okay, you want uh, different methods, obviously applies to different personalities, different groups of people, and different preferences, right? Because some people prefer Feng Shui, some prefer Chiman, they're all different. But the fundamental answer is this, instead of looking outwards, using methods like this, which is good, but you need to also look inwards into your soul. Because the most important point or life questions are always inside our soul. So even the, the uh, student number two talks about, you know, using tools. Tools are basically, you know, um, you know, in metaphysics, especially during my time when I, when I first started as a student, there were those who are way more, I would say, academic than me because they could memorize almost every uh, classic literature, okay? You know, in feng shui, they have all this, uh, in metaphysics, in Chiman, feng shui, date selection, they have these classics. They can quote line by lines. These are academic ivory tower. They're like the professor brain, right? You look at their face, they look like computer, you know? So they seem to know, know every classic. I feel small talking to them at that time because they seem to be able to quote which chapter, what sentence says what. So they commit substantial parts of that to their memory. Now, the thing is this, 
knowing that is like tools, right? You know, all this stuff. Yeah, it can recite one or two tools that can help you temporarily. But at the end of the day, right, today, you know, people could access all this stuff. Back in 20 years ago, you can't. You've got to buy the book and read. Today, you can search online. You can, you can be part of a tribe like this, this JY tribe right here. You can listen to other people's experiences, thoughts. And all these give you access to the uh, um, metaphysics already, okay? So some people use tools like meditation, right? They meditate all the time. Some people do moving meditations like the seven star path or maybe qigong or tai chi. It works, yes. However, don't you think the negative energy can also come back, right? So the third method, obviously, uh, is quite common with some people who go on extremes. They become extremely, they turn metaphysics into a religion. So they start um, you know, doing rituals, right? They do, they prostrate to every single deity, every single Chiman deity, Ziwei uh, uh, deity or a Liuren deity out there and they just want to invite the deity to, to, to take over their body, to cleanse their energies because they felt so desperate in life, right? Now, you must understand that the so-called immortals um, or deities in the Chiman or any metaphysics are just avatars of virtues, they're avatars of virtues. They are, they live as energy forms inside us. They're part of us. Okay, their so-called divine powers are symbolic in 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 us. And depending on your practice, how you can bring out some of these virtues into your life. Okay, so probably a lot of people get it the wrong idea. They think let's just invite the whole deity and everything will change, right? Right, and just keep doing prostrations. That things will change. So if you spend years doing this and you're wondering why you're stuck, that is because the most fundamental, the missing crucial element is that you have to understand that um, you can't get rid of the weeds because the weeds will grow back. That's the same with negativity. Your mind is not designed to live without the weeds. It will always have some form of negativity. The way to do this is not to disallow negativity, but to live and breathe while you're planting positive energy, planting the seeds for better, planting the rice, right? planting the paddy field, right? So the most valuable uh, lesson I think here be, for the seafood to be teaching is that um, you, don't de you don't deny or suppress the negative because that's just the yin to the yang. You just crowd them out with positive energy. You crowd out the, 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 with positive thoughts or positive uh, uh, energy form 1% at a time, okay? So, and this is true with all areas of your life. The best, best way to deal with even people who have ignorant opinions, right? People who give you bad opinions and instead of censoring them and silencing them, best thing to do is respond in a rational way with a well-reasoned idea alongside whatever dumb things they say, right? So, this way, whatever misaligned opinions and ideas will be slowly aged out. That's how we do it, right? So if you want to build a healthy uh, lifestyle, a body and all that, you have to have a smarter choices in life, right? Maybe in terms of diet, exercise, energy forms, right? Uh, minimizing, minimizing unhealthier styles. You don't eliminate it in, to in totality, right? Until you can't eat this, can't eat that, no garlic, no this, no that. Well, what about your life, right? So you, you can age them out, but you got to live with not suppressing the negative, but enhancing the positive. Over time, you become a, a better person, even a, a, a kinder person, a more compassionate person, because you maximize, maximize your kindness, the goodness in your heart. Okay? And you let it naturally take over the darkness of your 
of, of this world, of your world. And, and that's how you actually use metaphysics. Okay, so hopefully this story uh, will inspire you to, uh, you know, work on, from the inside out to replace the negative with positive in a slow but steady way. And I think this will last you a lifetime. So go ahead and uh, share with me your thoughts about this story. You might want to, um, you know, how does it reflect in your life? Share your part of it. Uh, and with other people right here in this tribe. So you help plant the positive seeds right here for other people. Try and doing that, okay? So I'll read your comments and thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great Sunday uh, today and uh, share this story with um, all your metaphysics or maybe even non-metaphysics friends. Maybe it might spark some ideas and uh, help them understand um, how can they replace their negative uh, habits with positive ones in a slow and steady way. Thank you so much.